Good evening, everybody. Happy Friday night for everybody out there. This is our What Would Jeff Do podcast. We do this every Wednesday and Friday night, 8, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Not 8 p.m. Nope, 6, 7. Didn't we used to do it at 8? Yeah, we did. It started at 8? Yeah. Uh, 6 to 7 uh, Eastern Standard Time, we do this every Wednesday and Friday, and then Monday through Friday at the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. It's on at, every morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And some of those uh, Tuesdays and Thursday shows are on um, my Patreon channel and for my Instagram subscribers. This is a, uh, it's a Q&A show, and you ask a question by typing it. Joel will read it to me and. I'll give you an answer. Uh, most people, if you notice the cadence of the show, will be asking the big thing, how do you stop unwanted behaviors? The thing that everybody struggles with. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everybody struggles with it. Um, if you're new to us, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is the wonderful Joelle. And we've uh, been doing this for, well, I've been doing this for 13 years. Joelle's been on board for three or four, I think, podcasting with me. Um what I really like about this show is that we're able to give help. Like we get like progress reports like, Oh yeah, you told me this last week and week by week. And my dog has stopped doing this after what, four years, we get these emails and stuff. So I think what I like most about this show is the amount of help that we can give people. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the times when people like, if, if you, if you want to know how to stop dog and dog aggression, it's going to need multiple consults. You might want to jump into our inner circle, mm, um, you know, something like that. Um, we offer coaching as well. One-on-one coaching, small group coaching, um, you know, just becoming part of our, our Patreon page and or our Instagram subscription page. You're going to see a lot more, you know, behind the scenes stuff. You're going to get to know us better, even though we're pretty transparent. Um, so I'm excited about that. Uh, we, I've been dog training for 20 years, 10,000 dogs, traveled the world, 300 seminars, and um, I specialize in stopping a bunch of behavior. So, you know, if you listen to my morning shows where I really rant, you know, I really I rant there, and, and that's it. And I, but, but, but you'll know that I'm so passionate about this show because so many people are just given the wrong information. Yeah. Just so many. Just so. It's it's, it's criminal. It's like, it's actually worse than fucking Fauci. All right? It really, really is. It's just, it's just, it's just. We're already taking a turn to politics. No, no. I'm just, well, guys, I mean, even if you, even if you got the jab, I think you're more knowledgeable now than you were when you first got it. You know? So, I think we just didn't know. I knew, I knew from the beginning because I'm, I'm clean. Um, (laughs) You know, it doesn't make someone not clean. <laughs> I guess I was, oh I, was I, I think I was thinking about like sobriety. So $50 top chat. I'll punch him tonight. Live on the show. Please nobody do that. Okay. It hurts. I'm still in pain Come from the last one. <laughs> All right. So let's get right to the questions. Mary says, as a fellow trainer, Jeff, I love your no nonsense approach. Thank you, Mary. I think, um, and if the camera keeps going in and out, we noticed it. This thing is shit in the bed tonight. Yeah, I think it's time for us to order a new one. Why don't we just order it? And oh, my God, look, look how he's watching. <laughs> so so why, don't we just, why don't we just order it um, before we leave for Mexico? So We also be here. need a new microphone. Tony sent this, you links today. I know, and you approve it, and you buy it. Okay. I already looked through them all. Business expense for t- this year. I'll buy it. Make sure we buy it before the first. <laughs> we'll buy 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Give them away. No, we'll return them. 
we'll return them next year. Yeah. Um, uh. So uh, I think um, was there a question there? <laughs> she likes to know nonsense approach. Oh, that's what it was. Um, thank you. Uh, you know, it's really really funny because people it's, it's oh, like you just wake up or something you're no, like delirious no no it was that wonderful dinner that i'm still uh, thinking about mm -hmm. uh, joel has been making some kick-ass dinners all domesticated and stuff so i sure know how to air fry some protein you do more than that and cook some vegetables you, you i don't cook elaborate meals i eat very simple and i like simple right it's not the point we eat nice See, and clean. When you, this is where this is where um relationships go wrong and people get fucked up and they're like it's like sorry it's not a fancy meal for well, first of all i don't eat fancy meals second of all it's nice to like i make angelo meals you make angelo meals i make you meals but now you're in charge of doing dinner it seems and and it's a wonderful wonderful thing dinner time and it's like boom how do relationships go wrong what does that have to do with this? Um, Ungrateful husbands who don't appreciate when their wives cook a hot meal? Yeah, no matter how simple it is. Mm. Yeah, that's where it was. Literally, it's like, it's not the point of it being simple. It's the act. Just like an act of kindness. You don't have to measure the kindness. Next. I also baked some Christmas cookies tonight that you won't get to eat, though. I, I'm, I'm... Deanna, hey, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Deanna. Deanna, how are you? Deanna, you're going to be getting an email tonight. Yeah. Next. Look how he says he he he. Yeah, look how he <laughs> pipe down, buddy. Pipe down there, okay? Kim, go Jeff, right on the money. No jabs here. Yeah, well, we're not. I can't. I'm not allowed to. I'm fixing this camera here. It's, I know it's so stupid. Yeah, something's going. They need to get his shit together. Yeah. Dahlia, hello from Teslin, Yukon Territory, Canada. I was interested in one of your Instagram posts yesterday regarding countersurfing. I've been struggling with my six-year-old boxer. He scoops into the sink to retrieve utensils as well. That's not good. You can die. Naughty, naughty. So get a shock tower. This is how you eliminate it, not manage it. Because a lot of people will walk in, they'll see their dog and they'll say, get off, you know, you know, da, 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 da. And the dog jumps down and they're like, oh, well, the dog doesn't counter surf. And I'm like, no, you, it does. You just caught the dog red handed. So how can we get a dog to avoid getting up on counters? How can we get a dog to not go in the dishwasher, which dogs do, or get in the sink. And the downfall is, is that number one, they can die. Yep. But number two, they can get some high value, like sandwich or, or a roast or bones or cooked bones, and they can start guarding them. Yep. And now, like, you thought you can take things out of your dog's mouth, but you never took My out. My dog has done every <laughs> single one of those behaviors you've listed. So, um, so you get a get yourself a good old shock collar. Shock collars and remote collars and e collars, they're all the same as far as dog tried Garmin, um, uh, e collar technologies, and sport dog. They're, they're all the same pretty much. I mean, they've got different functions on them, but I call them a shock collar. I call them an e collar. I call them a remote collar. And there's a lot of people saying they're not called shock collars. I'm like, well, actually, who says they're called e collars? Who says they're called remote collars? Call them what you want. Call them what you want. Anyway. Get it on your dog, put it on the highest setting, make sure you've got good fit, like really good fit. Have it turned up all the way, have your finger on the continuous button, set the dog up, put something yummy in the sink, yummy in the uh, 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 on the counter, let your dog you up. Know, sometimes you have to spy on your dog. Yeah, because you leave the, the room, yeah, leave, leave the room. And look through a video camera, look through, you know, look through a window and 
as soon as that dog jumps up, nail him. Five seconds. Sucks, but you have to do it. Five seconds. It is not fun to watch. Nobody should enjoy it. Nope. But you, you are saving the dog's life. It's so interesting. It's so interesting how people struggle with that concept. But do you know that, that not doing that and God forbid your dog gets into the trash and ingests like it takes one like, second, like a chicken, a chicken bone. Well, the not remnants of a chicken. Not even that. A prescription pill anything, that could literally kill them. Anything, anything. Ibuprofen, a bottle of ibuprofen. Right, right. A three-year-old bottle of like anti-diarrhea medicine or stool softener that you like, don't want around the house people anymore. People bones aren't that bad. Like Wes has eaten freaking cooked bones and thankfully survived. But like, right. there are toxic things. That will like instantaneously right. kill your dog. The point being, we'll spend the money on the vet, but we won't do the training. And I'm giving you this is free training, by the way. I just gave you next. Robert, I've watched you and others. What I can glean from using the e-collar is it gets the dog to focus on the person, changes the state of mind. Can you comment on this, please? Well, I'm one of the first people out there that actually openly talked about shot cowers. And I've, you know, at least, I mean, according to social media and on podcasts and the radio. So those are the, I don't, you know, TV show, even those were hidden for a very long period of time. Actually, maybe the whole, the whole time. Um, I don't think people even on TV shows talk about them now, do they? No, but they're more open, mm. different trainers. So an e-collar is one of the most wonderful uh, communication tools that exist. Um, every dog that comes to our facility is trained on an e-collar. It's not because we don't know how to train them any other way. We actually do train them. We do train them other ways, and we layer the e-collar over it. But e-collar training with the way that we do it, as far as priming CS, NCS, you know, punishment, is a four-step series, which actually is more complicated than just clicker training, which most people do wrong, by the way. It is great to communicate with your dog right in your direct area, up to a mile away. It's wonderful that if my dog and or Wes's, my dog or, or Joelle's dog who are lying down right over there started, I don't know, maybe bark, we would say no and we can correct the, the dog. We can, if the dog was, you know, scratching at itself, we can correct the dog. If the dog was um, fixated on birds and squirrels, which they're not outside in the backyard, we can correct the dog. Um, if you've got a dog that um, doesn't like children and one of your kids walks by and the dog makes a snarky look at the child, you can correct the dog all from right here. So it's wonderful for training all your obedience commands, stopping all your unwanted behaviors, getting good manners out of your dog, and absolutely um, state of mind. It is incredible for fear, anxiety, and stress in dogs. And this 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 narrative that they're they shut down the dog, they destroy the relationship. It's a quick, easy fix. All of those are they're they're actually lies. They're not wrong, but they're lies. So whoever says those things, that's code word for they don't know what they're talking about. Next, Kelly Wentworth. Hey Kelly, hi. How hey, would Kelly. you? Handle a dog who used to get in the car, no problem, but now refuses. No clue why, but the last few weeks, he just puts on the brakes and refuses to jump in. Leash pressure won't move him. E-collar hasn't worked for me either. I don't know what to do. Well, leash pressure, you take, Kelly, get a long line. Um, you're going to get an email from us tonight, too. You're going to get a long line. Throw it through the other side of the car. Have your husband grab it. You hold on with a leash like you normally do. 
you walk up and either you or your husband, I don't care who's on the long line, is tugging really, really hard. And you do it over and over and over and over again till the dog is starting to get up there on command. It's just the dog objecting. Why does the dog not go in there now? I don't know. Maybe it got car sick last time or it you short stopped and your dog slammed. I, who, it, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The, all that matters is the dog can, you know, the, the dog can, uh, uh, is capable of getting in the car unless it's injured. Unless it's injured. Next. Debbie says stir fry veggies. Never tried that in an air fryer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can make anything. Probably, in an you can, I mean, you can bake in an air fryer. You can cook I mean, anything in an air fryer. I mean, air fryers are great for like, we don't make eggs in it or we don't make, a lot of times we'll just make steamed vegetables or even stir fried vegetables. Protein. Yeah, but we'll, chicken, yeah, we we'll use the grill, but we'll also use the air fryer, mm -hmm. you know? So I yeah. don't use an oven ever yeah. unless I'm like baking cookies or something. Yeah. The air fryers are great. Um, Skylar, how do you professionally tell a client to stop randomly showing up at the facility with the same question every two weeks? Randomly or during their appointment? Randomly. Tell them not to. Who asked that question? Skylar. Skylar, I'm not mad at you. Skylar. Like, what are you going to say when someone tries to, put, to touch your baby and, you, and you're in a stroll and you don't want them to? You're not going to call into me and ask what to do. Mama Bear is going to kick in. Well, let business person kick in. Excuse me, we don't allow, you know, people to just show up randomly without an appointment. That's what we have email for. If you have a question, that's why I do consults. If you have a question, bring it up at your next training session. Oh, you're out of training sessions? Then we move you to um, online coaching. So you have to set boundaries down. This is all about boundary setting. That's all this is. Now, now people can come across as like, wow, you're mean. You should be helpful and you should want to help them. I'm like, I know. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not on like a monthly stipend here that you're giving me that allows you random questions. It doesn't work that way. It's called boundaries. Like I'm doing something with my child right now. I'm working with a client right now. I'm doing some some uh, bookkeeping right now. I'm spending time with my partner right now. Just because I train your dog, that doesn't mean that's like my whole life. Next. Julia, hi guys, happy Friday. My dog knows place, but will sometimes place a paw on the floor or two arms while the butt is still on the mat. She will not break place though. Would you correct for this? It's up to you. I mean. I, I personally would with was my dog. We do with our clients' dogs because we see a lot of dogs. They start out small, like with small infraction. Then they keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it, and that's like a half down and a half sit, right? Next, Dahlia said, "I have one for him from his previous board and train." Thank you. You're welcome. Ten dollar top chat from KP. Regarding spatial pressure, I have the walk the walk. When you turn 180 and walk into the dog, do you want them to turn and actually walk? My corsal will turn around and just stop. Still forges on walks. Mm-hmm. So you want the dog to turn the other way, but there's more to it than that. And actually move out of your way, though. He's just planting himself, which means he's just he's resisting it. He's right. like F you, basically. So you got to run into him. you got to get him to move or put him on a long line and have someone else pop, pop him away. Him. Or eventually when you switch over to remote collar, that'll help. That'll help. So remote collar, 
healing dramatically helps the walk a lot, but there's a lot of variables into getting a dog to walk behind you, getting him in the state of mind. Mm -hmm. There's something called the 180 move. I'm not sure if it's shown in the walk to walk video, but we have it on you, our YouTube channel. And there's a lot of different techniques that you can use to get a dog to be in a better state of mind when you're walking behind you. Next. Sam Davis. Hi, J&J. Any advice for dogs that choose the corners off concrete walls outside when we're not watching? Well, you're going to have to get, so get, the, um, get, a, get a remote collar on your dog, put it on the highest level, spy on the dog. You're going to have to or set up a video camera where the wall is, the walls are, that there's chewing going on. Wait for your dog to start chewing and nail your dog at 100. Nail your dog at 100. That's break all his freaking teeth. Yeah. I mean, you're also destroying a building. And if it's a historic building, you can get in a lot of trouble by the city from the HOA. Okay, I'd be more worried about those freaking dental bills because they are not cheap. That was a joke. Not cheap. Mocking, mocking the HOA. Jonathan, my kind of corso puppy, five months, is sun baking out front on the grass unsupervised. I'm just inside listening. Do you feel that encouraging this independence is good? She'll recall stays in perimeter. I mean... It'd be nice if the dog had a long line on it just in case, unless unless your yard is fenced in. I mean, I wouldn't leave her totally unsupervised in the front yard. People do steal dogs, but, I mean, accidents could happen. Dog could jump over a fence. If you're, if you're, if you are fenced in, I mean, dogs do miss, do make mistakes. I mean, sometimes it's an educated risk. We make, we make educated risks with our dogs, but they're also, have been doing a lot of the same behaviors that we wanted to for five or six years. So it's not a, just a, a young, a young dog who's still learning and is still going through different stages in its life. And maybe it's going to stay in its spot at five months old, but will it stay in its spot at nine months old and a year old next. But is encouraging independence good? Yeah. Cause he asked that. Um, it depends on how we, how we define independence. As long as the dog Let's see. What's in what's good independence, what's bad independence? Good independence is a dog not having to always follow you around, being happy just hanging out and just like sleeping or chewing on something it's allowed to. Um, not always have to be in your business. Um, bad independence is your dog is deciding who's allowed to come in the house, who's not allowed to come in the house, whose food it belongs to, whether it's on the counter, on the floor, or in the food bowl. So we have to be careful about that independence thing. Next. Megan, my dog was stealing watermelon out of the garden. So I used the same concept. Yep, same thing. Digging watermelon hole. stealer. Yep, digging holes. Yep. Aki said, hello, guys, joining in again. Oh, hey, Aki. Hello, Carrie. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Going through the Greeny graduate for the second time as I skip parts the first time. Odin is going okay, but he is the most persistent dog we've had. If he is not wanting to do something, he will sometimes either check out or he'll bark at us in protest. I feel like I'm arguing with a child. When he's in that state, he gets worse with leash corrections or e-collar. Do I go harder with a correction or is there something else I could try? Which, which dog is that? Odin? Odin. Is that the Odin that was here? No, this is someone oh. doing Green to Graduate. Oh, um, you might want to do a consult. We also have something called Green to Graduate done with you, which is which is online coaching. It's literally just for things just like this. I don't know what levels you're... Or the inner circle. Or the inner circle. Yeah. The inner circle could be good for you too. This is why we're doing so much 
um, coaching now where we see you, you see us, you can send us videos. I mean, it's so valuable. It's so, so valuable. And it's going to get you better results than your dog trainer is. Um, I just say this because that's what we've been hearing for 20 years. Um, so, you know, I don't know how high, if the dog is barking in defense, that's one thing. If it's barking to object, you can correct the, you can correct that. You can bonk the dog. You can use a remote collar on that dog. I probably wouldn't use a, a leash pop. I would go with either electronics or a bonker. Next. Aki, I'd like to hear your opinion on dog food and raw food. Any tips on training with raw food? Well, I'm a huge raw food fan. I'm not the biggest fan of kibble whatsoever, but on the training front, they do make dehydrated raw food. You can also make your own, but they also make some, and it's quite a little bit on the expensive side, so cut it up into small pieces. You can actually feed with like raw beef. I would just put gloves on, but that's a pain in the ass to do, but it can be done. Um, since you're doing so many reps, you just have to watch out also for the high calorie and the protein in a lot of the, um, the treats. So you want to find something as natural as can be, but they're just going to get the shits if they, if they eat too much of it, if they eat too much of it. But you can, most people don't put it into small enough, small enough pieces. So, um, but we feed raw every day. We, we just buy stuff by the hundred pounds and, just bone and pork and beef and um, okay. What do I what do I doing for uh, uh, doing liver right now? Right, not kidney. I did kidney last. I'm doing liver right now. Yep. Next. Jonathan Bonker definitely works. I've only had to use it twice. Thanks. Yep, Bonker does work. That's why we Bonker is our go-to. Bonker is probably the best bad behavior stopper there is. A lot of times people say the bonker doesn't work and that's usually because of what we've seen. We've seen like not intense enough, bad timing. Mm -hmm. They didn't say the no marker first. Mm -hmm. So we've got a video on how to... A lot of people are, like we always say, they're underwhelming their dogs. Yeah. They're stopping it maybe in the moment, but then the dog does it again the next day. Right, right, right. Next. Deanna, I feel like Chronos knows when the camera is on and off. Shake my head. The, the moments I have a camera set up, he is great. Then I have my youngest do a feeding off camera and Chronos acts like an asshole. I need to work on helping my kids to know when to use the words and to be words, to be honest. I find most of my time is telling them what they should do and say in the moment, but then it's too late. It is causing confusion with Chronos and he shows signs he will redirect. So I jump in for their safety. Yeah. Well, always have a camera set up. <laughs> well, just put a camera there. I mean, it's better for a camera. Dog respects the camera. That's what takes the pattern. It. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, they are children. So, I mean, that's is that a cop out? Not really, but it's. I would say it's better than you jumping in. Right. If the camera keeps them safe, let the camera be there. Mm. So then, then you're not jumping in, and then the dog gets patterned with the kids. Next. Truck driver, dog guy. Hi, J&J. Enjoyed the show this morning. Oh, good. Good. I forgot what it was on, but thank you. Joan, my dog is obedience trained through reward-based training, and we have completed an obedience trials. Nice. And he is reactive but not aggressive. He barks and lunges in the house when he sees someone going by or mm -hmm. when he's outside on a leash. I don't know where the rest is. Okay. I got so, 
we train with a reward-based program with all of our obedience as well. So we do the exact same thing, except for when we get to, um, we feel that it's, I mean, to take the dogs out in the real world, but not in just a ring, which is fine that you're doing it. I mean, that takes a humongous skill set. Um, but we we have to get the dogs up to um, correction or punishment level for non-compliance of a known command. Like we've got to put the inhi in inhibitor in there so they will make the better choice next time. Now, when it comes to stopping an unwanted behavior, though, that's where you've got to learn how to um, apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor in order for you to stop the behavior. So that's where all that barking, fence fighting, jumping on people comes in. You can have a dog that, like you say, is competes in obedience, but they can still be dog aggressive. They can still be human aggressive. I'm sure you see that in your in your um, in your world. There's a lot of dog aggressive dogs that do agility, that do competition obedience, that do trick training. Um, uh, that's that's just because they do well with that. that doesn't mean they're friendly dogs. Um, so now you need, or they're or they're well behaved dogs outside of the the ring or during training. So that's where you have to teach the dog, and that happens a lot. That's popular. So. Um, We've got a leash reactivity video, which you can purchase on our academy. That, that's a good place to um, good place to start. Next, Robert, the Green Graduate Program is quite valuable. It is not just for amateurs. I took it for the e-collar training piece. Well, thank you, Robert. Yeah, I think that a lot of people are finding value somewhere in it. Um, that it definitely makes it worth it, mm -hmm. especially if you're a trainer and if you pick up one or two things, multiply that times the amount of dogs that you work with. It's huge. Mm -hmm. It's a huge value. Next. Yuzuka, hi, Jeff and Joelle. My dog's reactive to guests coming into my apartment. I would like to know if my dog should be on a leash off from his bed or on his bed holding place command when they come inside. So the dog should be on a leash on a tie back. Tie back is there's still plenty of room for the dog to spin around, to move, to stand up, to actually even step off. Um, but they can't race the front door so then what you would do is when the dog gets reactive you would say no calmly and correct hard make it suck make it suck to bark at people coming in the door that are invited next ashley happy friday j and j hope your weekend is wonderful just checking in to watch the show oh good thanks hey, ashley. thanks ashley Skylar, she's blocked on everything due to constant calls emails and texts that got ridiculous she can no longer get a hold of us so she just shows up so she's probably not even a client so you can just, again, you can, if it got to that point, you can just politely say your, your, your time here is over. You can't keep coming in and ask questions. She's probably just, you know, needs somebody to talk to. I mean, that, that's a possibility. <laughs> there are those people Sounds out there. Sounds like one hell of a client. But I mean, I would, you know, to me, you, you gotta set boundaries. Though. You need to set boundaries. You need to, you need to just say stop coming in here. Um, Jonathan says not fenced. I work from home. Theft is my biggest concern. Yeah, I'd be I'd be very very concerned. Yeah, it's quite it's it's actually quite popular. It's the wild west out there, especially with such a young dog. Mm, Robert, uh, I already read that. Let's see. Yazuka, can I bonk my dog when he gets his head down? Is that also the hmm. sign of arousal? He looks up to me and then is afraid of the bonker coming. I need a little bit more context on that. Why is the dog looking down because you said no? Or is it loading on something where it goes into stalking mode? Right. We need context. So I, need a little bit, I need a little bit of context on that. Next. 
Uh, Micah, you said highest level, so 100 on the mini educator. I did 35 for running and barking to the wall because kids are playing outside. I'm guessing too low. Way too low. Try 100. This is the thing. My Malinois, okay, Tex, when he was e-caller trained, worked at always below 20, mostly below 10. Okay? Coyote season in New England, which we're down in Florida now, he wears two collars during coyote season. He does not need more recall. He's got great recall. But coyotes, all you have to do is look up. And this is where I love where people say, well, train your dog better, Jeff. I'm like, okay. Look up dog competition fails. Look up, find out what the top of some competition is, the World Cup of whatever competition, and then type in fails. You'll see the best of the best of the best make mistakes on choreographed routines practiced thousands and thousands of times. And dogs make mistakes that day. During practice, they did great. The next day, they did great. In that moment, they did terrible. Mm -hmm. Next. Aki, can you do a wake the F up about raw? I feel like it's such an important topic. Also, thanks. Um, I don't have the skill set, the knowledge. Now I can have a guest on. You should. But he's on he's on West Coast time. He's Pacific time, I believe. So we might have to change the time of it. Is he isn't he in another country? No. No. I thought he was in like Norway. No, he's from another country. Oh. No. But Thomas, um, I guess like I mean, he, it's time for him to come back on the Patreon show to do a podcast. So he's done a, a podcast on the Patreon show. If you're part of Patreon, next. Um, Kelly, Jeff, I heard you mention this on the podcast. Can you share more about the live stream training you'll be doing in the future? So this is a brand new thing. It just came to me the other day, literally from thin air. I'm like, holy shit, why have we not done this yet? So what happens when I've, I've been brainstorming a lot lately, been manifesting. And so what we're going to do, we've never done it before. And I'm like, why? Like, why haven't we? Probably because we've always done in-person seminars. Well, but now well, let's talk about we're that. not on let's, the road. Let's talk about that transition. And, and For 2023. No more seminars. We're not doing in-person seminars anymore. But. but we want to start doing like more virtual seminars. Bingo. So how this is going to work. If you sign up for it, it is a live event, 60 to 90 minutes, probably a five-day long workshop. Same time each day. Same time each day. We will have a client dog here. We already have it planned out. Dog gets in, I think, last week of January, so this will probably be like first or second week of February. And it's recorded, so if you're not there, you can we'll still watch it. But this is not going to be a course that is for sale on the Academy. You have to be there and attend in order or to or or watch the replay, the replay or watch the replay. But it's not going to be like, oh, I'll just go buy it next month. It's like no, it won't be available. Maybe one time. We don't know. We don't know how many times we're going to do this. We we don't know how many times we're going to have a good dog in to do it. Like we have a young Doberman coming in. It's going to be a really good dog probably to do e-collar work with. But we, so, also, we also want some 
dogs that we're going to do um, some troubleshooting, some troubleshooting with, and some behavior mod with. So this is going to be a live e-collar course where we are going to take you through our entire e-collar process, walk you through it live. You'll see how we condition the remote, why we do it the way we do. You'll see the dog actually progress through each session. You can do it with your dog as we go, or you can watch the replays later, save it to train your dog then. But it's going to be really cool. We'll do open Q&A probably at the end. Um, we haven't really like totally mapped it all out yet, but it's gonna, you're going to have a chance to ask questions, be really involved with it, and get your questions and troubleshooting answers that maybe like if you're doing green to graduate, you might be like, oh my God, like I didn't think of that, or I've been afraid to progress on this for X, Y, or Z reasons. Like we'll be able to help you get through all that stuff that could be holding you back. Even though the information is right there for you laid out in Green to Graduate, sometimes you just need that additional help or that reassurance. Um, and you'll see it all live, like with a dog, a dog that is not trained. So I think it'll be pretty cool. Um, it's going to be on a Zoom. We're not going to put a cap on it. If we want to have 100 people, 200, 300 people on there, that's fine. Right. It'll be fun. It'll be a virtual seminar. Yep. Um, Julie says, hello, J and J happy holidays to you from eyeball freezing. Nebraska. Uh, happy holidays to you. Thank hey, you. Julie, Allison. Hi, J squared. Happy Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I know. I'm building a chicken coop this weekend. Uh, and we're packing. Shit. I haven't even started packing yet. Since they were packing this weekend in a, in um, a, carry, a small carry on. Yeah. I'll make it all fit. Was, two, two bikinis, one pair of shorts and. Pretty much. Those 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 tops that you wear. Crop tops? Yep. Yuzuka, I live in an apartment, so my dog can hear people coming upstairs, and that sound alone makes him aroused. I bonk my dog lots of times, so he knows that the bonker is coming when he growls or barks. Do you say no first? And how hard are you throwing the bonker? Are you walking over to the dog and throwing the bonker as hard as you can? Have you switched over to a remote collar? It'll be more effective because then you have to move. Just say no and then correct. Mm -hmm. Next. Kelly, okay, awesome. Thanks for the details. I love the idea. Seeing how you work live will be so helpful. We'll keep an eye out for more info. Right. And Kelly, by the you way. Guys are already on our email list, get on our email list because that's where all the updates are going to be. How so they, how they do that? I will post the link so that you can subscribe to our email list. And we're in talks right now to start a shadow program down in Florida. Yes. So if you're interested in that, it's not just for trainers, it's for... I was just thinking about Kelly. It'd be good for you to. Well, the link for um, subscribing is just academy.solidcanontraining.com. Top right corner, you click subscribe. Boom, you join our email list. I would highly encourage people to do that because we're getting more and more into like private, private, not private sales, but private sales, private events. The only way you'll be able to find out is by invitation only. So. Yeah, sometimes we'll just email out like coupon codes just for the hell of it. So get on our email list. Yep. Um, Allison, Joel, what are these manifestation podcasts you're listening to? Jeff mentioned something in a morning show, and I'm always looking for more podcasts. So it's not a podcast. It's a course I bought. But she has a podcast. Okay. Yeah, manifestation, babe. Um, I follow a lot of her work. I pay for her courses. I think she's great. Um, and she does have a podcast, too. Instagram, all that stuff. Joan, I reposted my question because I didn't finish before sending. I posted again. If you can go back to see the full, it still wasn't there. Joan is exactly but, but what I saw. Joan, I think we, if I didn't, I did answer because I think I knew where you were going with it. And um, if you also want to know, if it's I've good. always used a prong collar on him outside, which he doesn't. Dot dot, and then that cuts off, so right. I still couldn't get the full thing. Get yourself a shock collar. 
put yourself a shot collar, and it's not going to destroy the, what the dog does in the ring. If anybody ever tries to tell you that, some of your current trainers might try to tell you that, and um, it's just a bunch of baloney. I've never seen that happen before, and I've worked with plenty of competition dogs. I don't train in competition at all. I don't do bite work at all. I don't do police work at all, but I've worked with all of those dogs, um, helping them with some of their unwanted behaviors, and um, it didn't destroy any of their task work at all. Next. Sid, hi, J&J. Hey, Sid. Must be cool there. Joelle's wearing a sweater. Yeah, it's like, what, 70? It feels cold, though, when you're used to, like, 80. But, yeah. Uh, new ideas are genius. Thanks so much. Looking forward to watching them. I think it went down to 68. I think it might go down. That is cold. <laughs> I think next Sunday, did you see? I don't... 50 degrees as a high. We're going to get into the 30s at night. I didn't even... What um, the hell? I don't even... Um, that is way too cold for me. I don't look at uh, the weather like you look at the weather every day. I have to look at Pictures the Pictures in the beach and the weather. Jones says, would you use the e-collar on the highest level? I bought the mini educator. No, I mean, there is there's there is a skill set. I would encourage you, Joan, to get the, I mean, the, there's a lot that... get the leash reactivity seminar and get the uh, leash reactivity seminar video. There's two of them. Get the one for 197 not the one for 247 So get the cheaper of the two, and that's going to dramatically help you. When it comes to leash reactivity, there's we a lot of... have the bundle right now, though, but I think she said her dog's already obedience trained. Right, but if you want to start using the remote collar, though, to layer over your existing obedience. You can actually sharpen that up a little bit more as well. Um, up to you, but if you wanted to buy that bundle, like Joelle said, the Green to Graduate Leash Reactivity Bundle, or if you just want to buy the Leash Reactivity Bundle, you can. I'll just post, I'm gonna post just the Leash Reactivity course Yeah, but now. definitely not on the highest level. That's not to say you might not have to, but not, not. Let's, let's, there's a lot of other work you need to do first. Deanna, LOL, we are supposed to be nine degrees this week as a low on Wednesday. Our high is a scorching 40 right now. Hmm. Wow. Oh. Where are you, Deanna? Somewhere where it's cold. I feel like she, I want to say like Midwest, but I could be wrong. I think she's up high. Is she? Yeah. Just got this stuck on my finger. Um, truck driver dog guy, when my dog is free roaming inside, he chooses to chill, sleep in his kennel. Can my kennel be my place? No, we can just call it kennel, but... Yes, if you want it to be. I mean, like the rules can be yours, but I would rather just call it kennel and then have a little dog bed or a bathroom mat or, you know, yeah. one of those cheap dog liner beds that put that on the floor, a piece of carpet square. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what do you guys do with the length of the e-collar since you reuse the collar on multiple dogs? We have a like uh, um, we use a lot of the bungee collars, but we we uh, use it. We usually just no no them. we have house collars, but most of the oh. most most of the dogs that do come in our facility, they have a designated e collar with their name right on it. They um when they they they, they get assigned they get a collar they get their own collar that they take home, they have their own collar that they take they take they take home. So we do have house collars, but those are usually strap long though, and then we just fold it underneath yeah, if it's like a small but dog dogs, bag. But I would say that ninety percent of the dogs have their own. Well, I mean, one hundred percent of them have their own collar. Just trying to think, we would use a house collar maybe if someone's collar was. If um, they come in on like a dog truck, but we like to train on mini mini educators, right. so they'll go home on a dog truck, but we'll do all our foundation on the mini educator. Yeah, that's usually when we switch it out. Uh, Deanna's in Washington State. Oh, I don't know why I was thinking Midwest. Um, Skyler, Texas is going to get into single digits for the first time in many years starting next week. Holy yeah. shit. I remember when Texas had a huge cold freeze. 
I remember when Atlanta closed down because uh, the highway froze. I was supposed to be, and that was the week before I was supposed to get there, and then finally it warmed up. Mm. You just block someone? Yeah. Um, let's see. Courses are still going strong. Don't forget, um, don't forget for uh, the, one of the best gifts. Like, we're not doing gifts at all. We're just taking a trip. Mm-hmm. But if you we were going to do a gift, I guess we would do an us gift. I think the courses would make a good us gift for a family. Yeah. I think having a, you know, invest in a trained dog. I mean, who the fuck wants jewelry and flowers and handbags? You know, I'd rather have a trained dog any day. Word. So, and there's some great bundles. Like the bundles, this is, you know, without sounding too salesy, but I'm going to sound salesy. As someone that's been doing this for 20 years, and we're far from the best, don't get me wrong, but there's so much crappy dog training out there that people are spending thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on with zero results. Yep. And between a $197 course, a $399 bundle, um, doing a consult, you're like, you're under, you're under, you know, $500 or a little bit above $500. Literally with the bundles we put together, you're saving hundreds of dollars. And you're getting way better training than your average dog trainer. Way better. Way better. I mean, it's just incredible. It's incredible. I don't get it. I don't get it. Deanna said, it's funny to see me warm up in my gym that only has a space heater. Yeah. I mean... That had to be the worst part of living in New England was waking up early and having to go to the gym when it's like five degrees outside. And you're all stiff and your car is cold. We got an automatic start. Still, it's cold as fuck. Well, it's one of the reasons why we moved out. Yep. And I'll miss it. Mm-mm. You have to go back in January, though. Don't remind me. So... We can always stay somewhere else. <laughs> I probably will stay with my sister, honestly. Well, we can just about the house. Well, my room is small, so I don't need a lot of heat at all. And I also have a, better, a bigger threshold than you do. Yeah. Yeah. Robert says, "Thank you so much for the information." Yes, there's a lot of shitty training out there. Yeah, the stuff we hear from from both sides of the aisle, to put it that way, yep. it's pretty bad. Deanna says, everyone, the courses are so worth it. I promise it is life-changing. Yeah. I mean, we've made some pretty incredible um, uh, changes out there in the last two decades. (laughs) And for all the trainers, kudos to all of you that are kicking ass. And every day I get an email from a trainer whose life I've affected. And um, they were never training dogs. They discovered me and... I gave them the confidence. And there's also trainers that have been around for a while, but I gave them the confidence to um, put their stuff out there, mm-hmm. to uh, start speaking the truth, to start uh, uh, not being um, not being such uh, pushovers. So, next. Yuzuka. So, can I bonk my dog for getting his head down and being scared of the bonker when he hears or sees the trigger? Sorry for asking. It sounds like he's anticipating a correction he's, now. He's just, just so he's putting his head down because he's anticipating the correction. So you just say no and you bonk. You I would no. switch to another tool, though. Obviously, the bonker's not working. Right, but or that's why I'm recommending a, 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 a remote collar. A remote collar. It sounds like you're either doing it too slow. Your dog's anticipating it. Your marker's off. The dog doesn't believe you. He's just bracing for it. Mm-hmm. 
to I would check do a remote collar next. Dahlia said not to brag, but we are expecting temperatures around negative forty-five Celsius Fuck. next week. What's negative forty-five Celsius? I mean, what's negative forty-five Celsius? What is it to Fahrenheit? Mm. Or after a certain point, it's all the same, right? It gets pretty close when you get thirty-five and below, I believe. Forty-nine, negative forty-nine. Yeah. Jesus! Oh my God! Where do you live? Oh yeah, Yukon, Canada. Yeah. Holy shit! It's, I don't even know. I don't want to know what that feels like. You don't? I can't even comprehend how cold that is. What do you wear? Um, how do you go outside? You dress really warm. Do your pipes just like burst? Like, how do you even have water? Like, some people don't. That's crazy to think about. Negative some 49. People have to, some people have to melt snow, but also the construction of the homes are different. Damn. See, that's the thing about. It feels like Mars. Huh? <laughs> So, that, so that's the thing about um, wrap my head around that that's one. the thing about RV life, like these RVs that are winterized, or what they've done is they've taken a lot of the um, the pipes and they put them towards the middle of the RV instead mm -hmm. of on the outside wall. That's mm -hmm. why they freeze up so much. But you got to be careful. There's not a lot of insulation. There's a lot of heated area. Like you use some of the nicer RVs, like where your waist is, that's heated. Those tanks are heated. Like everything's heated. The pipes are heated. You know, and there's also better insulation around the around, around it. Mm -hmm. But I would hope you're not driving an RV negative 49, though. Why not? Your whole fucking engine will freeze up on no. you. People, they plug, people drive diesels. They plug in at night. Damn, that is so yeah. cool. You plug your vehicles in at night. Yeah. Next. Micah, super excited about the live e-collar training. Me too. It's going to be awesome. Going to get green to graduate, getting ready for camping season. Yes. Nice. That would be so amazing. Having your dog off-leash trained. I mean, it's so funny because people every once in a while um, – uh, people every once in a while will will comment about how well your dogs are off leash. Do you know that our dogs are off leash probably ninety nine percent of the time, and we go everywhere with them. These aren't young dogs; they're not old dogs, but they're they're they know what to do. Next, um, said yes, Jeff. I'm one of those trainers. New client today found out positive only wasn't working at all. We made progress, but it wasn't pretty at all. Yeah. It usually isn't. No. More and more people are coming around to realize. I mean, reward-based training works, but it works for certain things. Next. Kim, it's impressive that so many trainers follow you. That speaks volumes. Well, thank you. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, and there's a lot of knowledge that I share, and I share it freely. Also, um, there's a lot of asshole trainers that might have more skill set for me than I do, but they're not very nice people. And I think everybody knows who, you know, I don't mention names, but they reveal themselves pretty well in their social media, especially by bashing other trainers, which I do. I just bash an industry. I don't bash a trainer, but I just said there are certain trainers out there, but I don't say who they are, where my name is freely thrown around the internet, um, which I take as a compliment. Um, a, a lot of trainers that I've started, um, some are not even doing it anymore. They've just decided to move on. Some trainers won't even admit it. Um, but many, many, many trainers have learned a lot from me. In fact, I hear a lot of the same words that I've been using for years that nobody was ever using before. Mm. Yeah. Um, Yazuka, well, actually, Robert said, can you send me a link so I can sign up for console, which I did link you. Um Yuzuka said, okay, I'll try remote caller next time instead of bunker. Thank you for answering my questions. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to remote caller, there's a lot of different nuances too. Next. Mm, Jonathan, 
I've heard that a puppy large breed should not go up and down stairs as it can be bad for their joints. Is this true? I live in a home with raised stairs in regional Australia. I tell the dog slowly. I mean, jumping in and out of a vehicle is probably far more dangerous, especially the back of an SUV or if you're in Australia, like a ute or something. Um, But up and down stairs, walking up and down stairs, I would talk to a canine chiropractor on that one or uh, not just your regular vet not just the definitely not the interweb but talk to a professional and be like first of all you go into a vet office don't most of them have stairs <laughs> so um maybe they don't because they're not wheelchair accessible but young wild dogs are running around jumping they're on the jumping shit, like... they're jumping over each other right like i mean if you take your average dog to a doggy daycare or dog park which neither i go to but that's not the point they're running full blast. They're right. jumping over the dogs. They're getting rolled. Walking up and down stairs. They're having a great right. time. Yeah, I they, had Wes doing the stairs since he was eight weeks. They're also so. going up on, if, if you get one of those dog parks that have like obstacles and stuff, yeah. they're always jumping up on those. Right. So I say, um, I call that bullshit. Nice. Robert said, thank you. Veronica says, e-collar is wonderful, but I think it's making her neck raw. Also, she scratches neck when it's off. Does it work through fabric or some kind of protection? Yeah. um, So you've got uh, a band damage that you can use. You can also do the comfort pad that has like four little things instead of just the two. She has a great Dane, so super short hair. Um, Try the comfort pad. Yep. E-collar technology sells it. Uh, Veronica said puppies shouldn't run upstairs. No, no so not run. Teach your dog not to run on the stairs anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, run, definitely not. And, and also you have to, I, I should have I don't let my adult dogs run up the right. stairs because they can slip. I should have I reiterated something on this as far as like hard, hardwood floors or tile floors where the dog can slip. Um, you definitely would want to walk the dog and put it on a leash. Next. Jonathan said, awesome, thank you. You're welcome. That's it right now. All right. Angelo, how was your pod? You want to talk about your podcast from yesterday? Today? Quick. If you want a free plug, get over here. Here, I'll hold this for you. Don't eat the... Go ahead. There are more figs. Okay, so next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to do a a podcast on... Do you want me to do Mayan or Norse mythology? It's your podcast, sweetheart. On Norse mythology. Wait, what was your podcast about yesterday? And people can still find it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can still find it on YouTube and Facebook. Yep. And that was yesterday's podcast, which was about Greek mythology. Did some Q&A and some fun facts? Yep. Good. Awesome. Okay, bye. Thanks, honey. Good I'm going to get more figs. Okay, because good. Because you ate mine. Sure did. All right. Well, thanks everybody for a fantastic. Bye. Can we go on? Thanks, Angelo. Thanks everybody for a fantastic uh, podcast. I really do appreciate your questions. Um, uh, I think this weekend we'll do something. I know we have to get ready for Mexico. As far as next week, I have no idea what's going to happen. I, I don't know if we'll be able to be... It says we have Wi-Fi, but who knows? Well, yeah, we don't know. A lot of people say they have Wi-Fi, but do they have enough Wi-Fi to, right. for, for downloading, let alone uploading, you know? So, all right, guys. Madly in love with you. Um, everybody actually have a wonderful holiday. If we don't see you, have a first day of Hanukkah and have a 
good Christmas. We're not going to be, we're going to be gone from the 19th through the 26th. Um, so um, our social media will still be obviously highly, highly active and interactive. But as far as podcasting is concerned, it takes a little bit more technology. So we'll see what happens. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.